The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. and drums, you know it's time for the Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator, powered by Evergy. Join us as we explore the world of business, leadership, and entrepreneurship in Wichita. Learn from local business leaders and owners on how they have built and grown their companies and the challenges and opportunities they met along the way. Coming to you from the Evergy Room at the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce. Here are your hosts, Don Sherman and Ebony Clemens Ajibalade. Welcome to another exciting edition of the WCBA, powered, of course, by Evergy. First, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like us, love us, share us, follow us. We truly appreciate you checking us out in the house, the hive. E. That's what's up. Isn't we have that Beyonce's and that her followers, the hive. Well, I mean, it's similar. <laughs> it's, you know, the Wichita uh, hive. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Okay. School, <laughs> with, me, school me. Yeah. So with that, let's let's tell them who you are and what you do. Sure. So my name is Andrea Hatton. I'm the founder of The Hive. I'm actually found out recently I'm a fifth generation entrepreneur. So Whoa. that's kind of fun to say. My background was as an educator. I was a fourth or eighth grade English teacher, taught mm-hmm. creative writing, had a background in marketing as well, website design development, things like that. And then I started working fully remotely from home and started feeling isolated, lonely, depressed. <laughs> and I joined a co-working space at the time here in the community, and it was all men in the tech industry. Interesting. And so I thought, huh. gosh, wouldn't it be great <laughs> if there <laughs> was a space <laughs> that was women-focused and um, was a space that people could get together and do authentic networking, not just business card pushy, but really get to know each other mm-hmm. on a deeper level and grow their businesses, have support and encouragement and a beautiful space to work downtown. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, it does feel quite different um, when you're in a space that uh, other women are in and you feel like you can create those authentic networks. I really like that. So tell us where the Hive is. Where's it located? So we're located in the on the first floor of the historic Orpheum building mm-hmm. off First and okay. Broadway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now how does, uh, do you have space available at the Hive? We always have space available. We are kind of a, it's kind of a coffee shop model, right? So a lot of people take client meetings at coffee shops, mm-hmm. but they can't find a place to plug in their laptop or know if they're going to be able to get a table or even be able to recognize who they're meeting and have the awkward, should I buy them coffee yeah. <laughs> yeah. moment. And so people kind of drop in. Uh, a lot of our members work, they either work remotely for someone else or they own their own business. And whether they work remotely in their business or they have a brick and mortar. It's just nice, even the people who have brick and mortars, to get away from the employees and customers so that mm-hmm. they can actually focus on what they want to do. So because people drop in whenever, we we really could continue growing with that type of membership. And then we also have private offices, which are currently full. Our private offices are full, but we always take a waiting list. It's a nice option for people as they're just getting started, maybe when they're like a solopreneur before they've brought on a team or if they have a really small team and don't want to have the overhead of a big office space. Mm-hmm. But but I've spent the majority of the last four, almost five years 
trying to educate people that we're not just a co-working space. Okay. The number one thing I get is, oh, well, I already have, I love what you guys do. I'm a huge fan, uh-huh. but I already have an office or I love my home office. And I say, well, a lot of our members, the majority, in fact, don't actually co-work. They're, they're there for the community. And that's what that was my next question mm-hmm. is to to describe that because I think you're right. Most people do think that you're just going there to co locate, mm-hmm. right? But there's so much more that happens in that space. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of describe to uh, the listeners what it's like when you walk into there? What is that? What does the culture feel like, and and what's in the room? Yeah, so you walk in, and over the years, people have always said that they always feel very welcome. It feels very safe. They feel safe to be vulnerable, and they're able to really show up authentically as themselves. I even have guys that come in. They're just like, oh, it feels so homey here, Mm -hmm. so cozy. Mm. I feel like I can really focus in. A lot of people say it's kind of a little bit of a spa vibe. We've got a background noise happening Mm -hmm. that um, allows people to really focus in. They get a lot more work done there. But also, it's just a place where hundreds, almost a thousand women now have like ideated, you know, created an idea for a business or a strategy or the next thing they're going to do. We have a mastermind group that meets. We have lunch and learns. We do content. We have an accountability group. We have business coaching, mindset coaching, all of that at a really affordable level for people that are just getting going or Mm -hmm. need the residual ongoing support. So there's a lot of programs, which has so many amazing programs for for entrepreneurs. We don't try to compete with that. We're not a program. We're an ongoing support system. And there's also lots of places in Wichita where you can go to network, to meet people, to be a client or a Mm -hmm. customer. That's not really our focus. Like if you're becoming a Hive member, you're becoming a Hive member because this is now your support system. Like you, you will get customers and clients from other Hive members, but that's not the goal or the focus. It's, this is, you know, in in a way, a sisterhood of women in business, whether they're business owners or they kind of want to be one day, but they mm-hmm. don't know what it is yet. We get a lot of people that they'll say, oh, I followed you for years and now I'm ready to do my own thing. And I knew you were the first place I had to go. That's awesome. Isn't that a great feeling? Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so let's talk about the name, The Hive. Mm-hmm. Where did this come from? So really the idea of, you know, bees being collaborative mm-hmm. and they they're always have this mindset of, Um, working together towards a common goal. A lot of people like to call me the queen bee. I don't like that. I always say, say, like, we're all the queen bee, you know, um, of our own businesses, right? Mm -hmm. And then this is the place where all the queen bees come together to collaborate and not compete with each other, right? Because we all have our own hive, and Mm -hmm. I want everyone to grow their hive of whatever that is. You know, you all have a community around what you do. Um, And so this is a place to kind of bounce ideas off of one another and I love, I I always kind of say like every animal on earth is important, but if you, if you're a wasp and you find your way into a beehive, you can either do business as a bee, right? You can be collaborative and you can take part in what we're doing, or you can realize, you know, I'm a wasp and maybe this isn't the place for me. And there's nothing wrong with wasps. Like, you know, every animal has its own purpose and way to be in the world. But we are like specifically for the people who like that collaboration mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and um, over competition, who like that showing up authentically, being vulnerable. That's not for everybody. You know, yeah. not everybody wants to come to a mindset coaching and like cry, yes. <laughs> you know, but yeah. you're going to dig deeper and, and, and work through things, I think, faster sometimes if you're able to show up that way. But it's not for everybody and that's okay. Thank you for, for sharing that and that analogy as well, yeah, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. 
good. That, that was awesome. I, and this is my last question. Then I'm going to, you know, I guess let Don ask you a few. <laughs> <laughs> Always so, some shade. Well, no. So, okay. So now we have the name. We know that we can come. How do we become a member of the Hive? Yeah. So we actually have a really, I think, easy, streamlined, intuitive way of doing it. So you can either just go straight to our website, thehivewichita.com. Mm-hmm. Sign up online. You'll get an email with all the instructions to download the door app, the door access app. If you signed up at 2 a.m., you could get you could go Hmm. and you have your own office and you can be down there. Right. Or you can do it the old fashioned way and you can book a tour with me and we can walk through it and I can handhold you through the process. And I like doing that because I like to meet people and get to know them and their stories. Often it's kind of like a little mini session where people get to tell me what they're working on, how Mm -hmm. they're excited about it. I get to plug them in personally, connect them to different people in our community who can help them. And so I like that method, but we do have a lot more people nowadays just sign up online and especially the people who are just kind of wanting the co-working. Mm-hmm. Um, if they just need a space to work, that's easy for them to do. If they're wanting to get plugged into the community, usually they want to meet with me and get personally plugged in. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure I got your story right. You were a teacher. Yes. And then COVID hit. And then you start thinking, I need to do something different. Not quite. Not so quite. Actually, okay, I, know yeah. I had it wrong. Tell well, us the story. So I was a teacher. I taught in Lexington, Kentucky at a school for creative and performing arts. Okay. And then when I um, moved closer to the Midwest after my daughter was born in 2015, um, and we moved back to Kansas. I didn't want to get my teaching certificate in a third state because the Common Core was kind of following me around <laughs> and stifling my creativity. And so I went back to my roots of writing, got a job in a marketing company, and that's when I transitioned um, full-time okay. to working remotely. And that was actually in 2016, 2017. Okay. And that's when I had the idea for The Hive. And so we actually opened doors in April 2018. So ah, yeah, gotcha. so okay. when the pandemic happened, it was scary because I was a co-working space in a pandemic. I mean, that's scary. And so we had actually, I had purchased the first floor of the Orpheum in January, 2020. Oh, wow. We finished renovations on it in March of 2020 and the bill came due Mm -hmm. and I was worried about cash flow, but it actually ended up being a blessing in disguise because everybody wanted a private office outside of their home, away from the kids that were all on Zoom and mm-hmm. the partner that was on Zoom and everybody mm-hmm. being loud. And so it was still a really safe space. We were real estate. So we were, a, what do they call it? essential industry. So I didn't have mm. to shut our doors. We stopped having in-person events, of course. But all the people who had private offices, that's their office. They still had a right to come to it throughout the pandemic. So that was actually kind of nice because it allowed them that that safe but private space. Yeah. And it allowed you to continue to have yes. some revenue stream. Absolutely. And I actually, we didn't have a single member cancel in, in March or April of 2020, which was, I think, a testament to Wichita supporting small business yeah. and, you know, women supporting women and yeah. all of that. Of course, as it lingered on, people had different financial situations sure. and needs and things like that. So we did, you know, lose some membership and and we've kind of oscillated back and forth trying to regain where mm-hmm. we were pre-pandemic. But I think people understand what we do in a different way now. People understand isolation. They understand the importance of community and connection. And they understand that dishes and laundry are distracting. Right. And 
you know, I love, I always tell people I own a co-working space. That doesn't mean I don't also love to work from home. Yeah. I still work from home. Yeah. I just don't like doing it every single day and exactly. never seeing anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. I like to get out of my house a few days a week. Um, right. Some of our members come once a week, but it's just a different atmosphere and they don't have to sit at a coffee shop and worry about, oh gosh, I've been here two hours. I should buy something else Right. right when they right. don't need anything else to eat or drink, you know, and just so it alleviates a lot of those negative things. And people meeting people at coffee shops, like I said, like if you don't know who you're meeting, a lot of times you're meeting someone you've never met You're like, before. is that them? You're like, is, is that, that that person? Well, <laughs> yeah. now you know if the doorbell rings at this time, I can greet my guests and say, right. hi, welcome to my office. Would you like a latte? Mm-hmm. And then you right. get them settled. It's a very professional, refined experience for nice. your guests. And if people hosting events, I mean, it's expensive to rent out a restaurant, a room at a restaurant, coordinate all of that. We have the space for people to use for events and workshops and things like that. So it works well. Excellent. So let's dig into your entrepreneurship. Did you start with a business plan or how did you conceive that idea? Well, you told us how you conceived it. How did you Mm -hmm. execute it? Yeah. So the first thing I did, I was actually a part of a group of women called Lean In. It was a circle of women in leadership. And I told them, you know, wouldn't it be great if that kind of, there was a space. And so they all got really excited with me. Um, Several of them are actually still members. They've been members since the very beginning. So that's really cool. Um, And they, they, they really got behind me and were cheering me on. I went home that night, created all the branding, did a Facebook group because I'm I have ADHD and I hyperfocus. You did it all that like, night. I did oh all. my gosh. It's either all or nothing. And so I did. And I came back to them at the next meeting. I had 100 women in this Facebook group that were wanting me to start this. And they're all like, you just wow. did it? You just went home and did it? Wow. And I was like, yeah. So I think they got really inspired by that journey. And a lot of these women followed me along the way as I did these like big girl things, right? Mm-hmm. I went and got a business loan and I got a real estate agent and found a space and started doing renovations and they all came and painted and helped me put together chairs and they were really a part of that journey. And I think it was this like, wow, she can do it. I can do it kind of moment. And they were all cheering me on. And even women in the Wichita community who who have never been Hive members, I think really do still cheer me on. Mm -hmm. I hear them always say like, wow, I've been following your story and it's so inspiring and I love what you did. Um, and I have women like that that I admire too, that I've followed their journeys and we were kind of like along the same, you know, growth path in right. leadership and business. So yeah, that's kind of, it was a whirlwind. It was four months from idea to like opening doors. Wow. That's, that's a fast turn. Yes. And yeah. I also, amazing. <laughs> personally, I also, uh, I quit my job the same month I had the idea. Oh. I asked for a divorce the same oh. month oh my gosh, I had the idea. Happening. And my daughter and I, we sold our house and moved into like a tiny home camper that we renovated. So it was like all the things at once. Wow. It just burned it all to the ground and like rebuilt. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, make, a, when you make your mind up, it's like made. Yeah. Like yeah, you're we're going to get rid of everything toxic and we're going to start fresh. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> I love that. Well, friends, it's time to hear a word from our sponsor. We'll come back in a moment to hear more from The Hive. At Evergy, seeing energy differently starts with thinking differently about its impact and then committing to doing better every day. As we continue to expand our investment in renewable resources, capturing more wind, gathering more sunshine, we're able to generate power that's cleaner and provide it to you more affordably. Reliable, sustainable, affordable energy that puts you first. That's everything to us. Evergy, the utility company. At Coke, our Wichita roots run deep. 
As part of this community, we strive to build strong partnerships with local organizations and create opportunities for our hometown businesses and entrepreneurs. From teaching kids STEM to supporting community resources and funding grants for local educators, we're proud to support Wichita and the amazing work happening throughout our city. Interested in learning more? See how we do it at cokeict.com. That's K-O-C-H-I-C-T dot com. Welcome back, friends. We're here with The Hive. We're hearing some powerful stories being told today. So, okay, like many of us, we go away for a little while to see what's out in the, in the world. <laughs> and then we come back to our home. That was kind of the same for you as well, wasn't it? You left and then you decided to come back. Why Wichita? Yeah, so I'm a boomerang. I did. I moved away and came back. Obviously, everyone says, and we're tired of hearing it, that Wichita is a great place to raise a family. Yeah. Um, when I had my daughter, I realized how hard it is to be away from grandparents mm-hmm. <laughs> and free babysitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that was the main driver of us moving back to the Midwest. We actually moved back from Lexington, Kentucky to Dallas. What I loved about Wichita at the time, I had several friends that were telling me, you know, Wichita's cool now. And I was like, what are you talking about? No, I, I went to college in Austin, Texas, right? right. So yeah. come on. Um, and so I had a friend telling me, she was actually a doctor, and she said that Wichita had really developed, like, food trucks. And mm-hmm. I was like, food trucks? Really? Because that yeah. was an Austin thing for sure. And we have street art. I was like, okay. Yeah. And then she said, we have some breweries. <coughs> okay. So that's what you like were signs. Yeah. Well, I, I actually don't like beer, but I, but breweries are a sign that a city is getting cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. Mm-hmm. And then I also heard that they were doing cool things like Wichita Talks, which um, they brought back recently. Not sure if they're going to continue it, but it's kind of like TED Talk style. Yeah. Uh, people get up and talk about something they're passionate about. And just some cool, like, programming, live music, and things like that. When I had left Wichita in 2007, I really looked for their to, for cool things to do in Wichita. And I just couldn't find anything that was accessible for people in the age range of pretty much 13 to 20. There were, there were some cool things for people to do when they were over 21. Mm-hmm. And there were lots of family-friendly things for kids. But the age range of people that were trying to keep in Wichita— yeah. Is those graduating high school and in college, right? And going to college. And so I really didn't find a reason to stay here when I graduated, but I was brought back by the, the changes cool that had happened in Wichita. And I did know that Wichita has always been an entrepreneurial city. Mm-hmm. And so starting a business here felt really accessible compared to other places. When I lived in Dallas and Austin, it would have been, I don't know if it would have been as possible for someone in their late 20s, early 30s, to be in the type of leadership roles that I've been able to be in in Wichita. You're in a big city. You're still a kid until you're, you know, 40 pretty much in their eyes. And so in Wichita, they're really excited about young people being a part of decision-making conversations. And so I've been able to sit on boards and be on committees and be involved in ways, you know, to personally know people on the county commission Um, We have several Hive members on the county commission to personally know the mayor, to like be in contact with people in decision-making positions is something that really you can't find in bigger cities, I think. Go Wichita. Yeah. Well, welcome back. We're so glad to have you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you bring great value to our community Mm -hmm. and our state. So we we really appreciate that. And we know that you won an award. Did you not at Honors Night? Yeah, yep. so actually got the Exceptional Young Leader Award, which was really cool to be able to 
have my my family there mm-hmm. to, to see that. My grandmother, she's 92. And so it was really special and meaningful to be able to have her there for that and to to have, you know, your family hears about the behind the scenes stuff that you're doing. But I don't know about any of the listeners, but my family has not been super involved in like Wichita. And, you know, I don't think they know when you're kind of Wichita famous, right? Like they yeah. don't know because they're not like involved. They're like, we have a flag. Yeah. Oh, cool. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Um, and so to see them see a room full of you know, six or 700 people who a lot of them know, already know me and know what I do um, and be honored in that right. way. It was, it was like a very tangible way to see that success rather yeah. than just hearing me talk about, oh, I did this podcast or uh-huh. I was on this such and such. Right. It's, it doesn't mean much to them. They're boomers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no? yeah. They're like me. technology. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I expect, um, you know, you to have your grandma listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do our best. No, that's, we'll do our best. that's your homework assignment. <laughs> <laughs> so last question uh, for me before I turn it over is, I saw that you guys did something really cool this summer. Mm-hmm. You began offering a course of some sort to business yeah. owners. Yeah. So we have had, like I said, hundreds of women come through our door and say, I'm ready to start my business. Like, what's next? Mm-hmm. Wow. And while we're not, you know, an advisory uh free resource. Like we have so many of those in Wichita, like great places to turn to start your business. Um, We are a super accessible, friendly, girlfriend chat over coffee kind of place to just say like, what am I supposed to do? It's all overwhelming. Like, where do I start? And so after getting the same questions over and over and over for four, almost five years at all of our events and to me personally, we decided to package it all together. And there's 12 lessons and one bonus lesson that are all local women that are content area experts in different areas. And they've walked through like a 15 to 30 minute lesson with like three actionable homework pieces that Hmm. follow. And if someone goes through this entire course, they can submit to um, get a certification um, that it's a a really pretty uh, certificate and a logo for their website that says they're a hive certified business. And what that means is that we have, pretty much gone through their homework and agreed that they're, they've done the steps necessary to do business really professionally. Like they have their LLC and they have insurance and they have, you know, the uh, automations in place to make sure that they're following up with their clients or customers. They have professional way to take payment. They have an account, you know, their accounting and bookkeeping in place. They are, they have the right mindset. There's a difference between like an employee mindset versus yeah. an, uh, an, an entrepreneur mindset. Absolutely. And that they are doing, um, um, they're networking authentically. They're not um, business card pushy and overly salesy in the way that they do it. So mm-hmm. we just kind of have like a value system that we walk people through in that course. And they're also checking all the boxes, crossing the T's, dotting the I's on, did I do all the things that I quote am supposed to do? Women have this like perfectionistic tendency to say like, I don't know if I'm a real business. They always say, oh, I've just got this just my side little yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I want them to take it seriously right. as, a, as a real business. Yeah. And sometimes the only way to help them do that is to help them cross the T's and dot the I's so that they feel that confidence mm-hmm. that they could have had even if they didn't do all that. But it gives them that confidence. I love that. 
Well, kudos yeah, and congratulations. You. When When is the next course going to be offered so that people can sign up? Yeah, so um, you can actually sign up anytime. We just do every, every 12 weeks, we'll do kind of a graduation ceremony where anybody that graduates finishes the course and submits their homework before that deadline can participate in the graduation ceremony. Gotcha. So um, if you go to, I think it's thehivewichita.com slash hive dash certified, but I can give you guys the link to post under this as well. If people okay. want to check it out, it is a paid course, but it does include three months of hive membership. So it's basically, it's free. If you're a hive member, you know, it's kind of like yeah, the, yeah. the same translation. No, that's good. Thank you so much. Understood. Did You said you went to college in Austin? Yeah, I went to undergrad at UT Austin and grad school at Murray State in Kentucky. Murray State. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go to high school? Goddard. That's okay. <laughs> uh, My daughter goes to Maze. That's okay, too. <laughs> you're an East, <laughs> you're, you're an East Sider? <laughs> no, he went to Northwest. Northwest. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All good. Um, what's next for you? A Hive 2 somewhere? <laughs> or what? That sounds exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I would love to get someone kind of running the day-to-day operations of the Hive so that I can focus more on consulting and coaching um, some online courses and building more of that. I'd like to do some retreats, women in business and different things. And I've I've still been very much in the day-to-day of things. And so I... I've hired part-time employees, but I've never hired somebody full-time. And I think it's really time that I kind of pass that torch. I'm still planning to be at all of the events and, you know, very much involved in the community. But just the literal space management piece uh-huh. is is something that it's hard because I, I'm over here doing things like this and— no one's at the hive if the printer stops working. Right. You know, I probably right. I'll get a text message and I'll have to run over there and fix it. So right. it's just um, needing help in that way. Yeah. All right, we're gonna finish this up so you can handle that copier <laughs> or printer or whatever. Um, one more step. Where do you see the hive in five years? I see it continuing to help women in in business that our membership has grown and that they're supporting one another um, in bigger ways. I think we have a lot of members who'd love to do mentorship and help early earlier stage entrepreneurs. We actually recently got our um, fiduciary sponsors so that we can start applying for grants. And something I'm really passionate about is having um, women in Wichita get paid to speak. Mm, Um, And so I'd really love to, I'm sure there's some sort of grant opportunity out there where we could start some programming towards that and and have some funding to help women get paid to speak, even if the organization they're speaking for isn't going to pay them. I want to pay them. So That's awesome. Gotcha. Excellent. E, anything else? No, I think this is really fascinating. I'm I'm super excited about your your future and the growth Mm -hmm. and all of the wonderful women you are helping throughout mm-hmm. the community. Thank yeah, you. One of these days, you're not going to be talking to us anymore. Yeah, You'll she's going to be too big too time. Busy, you know? Not be like, <laughs> I remember when. <laughs> Do you have an appointment to call me? That's what she's going to be doing. But that's be, that would be cool. Going to have some fun. You've dealt with Ebony long enough. And she's <laughs> had the best time of her life. <laughs> <laughs> now oh. we're doing word association. We give you one word. You give us one word back. It's not wrong because it's your word. Oh, and my my daughter did say um, she's seven. Okay. She wanted me to let you guys know she's going to take it over one day. So oh, she'll be running. I love it. Things. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Good for her. I love that. All What's right. her name? Aviva. Okay. All Aviva. right. How you spell that? 
A V I V A. Okay. Future, future owner. Future <laughs> owner of the hive. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. That sounds so so good. Ex- um, succession plan already done. Yep. <laughs> Leader. Oh, oh, we yeah, are going to do word association. Mm-hmm. We're doing yes. it. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, huh? <laughs> oh man, authentic. Nice. Success. How you define it? College. Not necessary. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone. <laughs> nice. Failure. Uh, just a learning experience. Entrepreneur. My favorite humans. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Wichita. Awesome. Vacation. Needed. Hero. There's many of them. Wichita Chamber. Mm, support system. Family. Important. Fun. Doing what you're passionate about. Last but not least, and you have to tell the truth, <laughs> beverage. Oh, uh, a London Fog. Mm. It's like a black tea with steamed milk and a shot of vanilla syrup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that something? It's, I know. <laughs> it's yummy. London yummy. Fog. I don't, yes. I don't think I've heard of that. I'm teaching coffee shops around the world. Every time I go to one, I'll be like, can I have a London Fog? They're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, okay. let me tell you. I'm not you. the only one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So excellent. London Fog it is then. Thank you for showing up and yeah. uh, hanging out with Ebony. I know it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a chore, but no. it is what it is. No, truly, thank you for being here. This was fun. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, friends, we've come to the end of today's segment. If you would, please make certain that you like us. Make certain that you share this segment with anyone who you may find value or someone who may be interested in starting their new business or hanging out at the Hive and getting empowered. Till next time. Peace. The Wichita Chamber Business Accelerator is brought to you by the Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce and is powered by Evergy. Visit wichitachamber.org for a list of the area leaders we've interviewed for this series. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. For more information, visit ictpod.net. The Wichita Regional Chamber of Commerce's small business initiatives are made possible by our small business program investors, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas, Cox Business, AGH CPAs and Advisors, United Healthcare, and Interest Bank. Thank you for your support of small businesses. If you are interested in learning more about small business investment, contact Angie Elliott at A-E-L-L-I-O-T-T at wichitachamber.org.